Welcome back to Focus. I'm Ron Sisko. There's a duality to being human. We're constant contradictions of ourselves. One of the things that we always look to is ambition. We respect ambition. We, we look at people who achieve what they achieve, the successful people, and we say, I wish I could be like this. The funny thing about most achievement is that it's earned. It's not something that just happens. People are built a certain way, and we definitely encourage people who meet certain criteria early on. We, we recognize the, the traits that, that fall in line with the people that have been successful in the past, and those are the things that we, we gravitate towards. We encourage those traits as a means of development. You are on the path to success. The problem is the path to success is a lie. There are really three factors to what determines success. There is a natural ability, which is just a stepping stone, something that teaches you that this is something you might have an inclination toward. You might know those people who started out young, drawing better than everybody else, but the truth was that wasn't going to be enough to carry them into a professional career. The second factor would be persistence, what they did to push to become better whether or not they had a natural inclination toward whatever it was that they were interested in, pushing, practicing, being better is the single most important factor of success. But it's not worth anything if you don't have luck. And that's, I think, the craziest part of it. Luck is such an incredible factor in commercial success. And we look at commercial success as real success. You don't get to enjoy someone's success until either they're commercially successful or they're dead. And then we're hard on the people that we perceive to be less than. They're not successful, at least not yet. They might be. It's possible. But if they're not quite at that level when you think they should be at that level, the first thing you think is, why aren't they doing something else? Why shouldn't they be pushing into a different field? Why are they continuing to pursue this? Clearly, they're not meant for it. Clearly, they're not a prodigy. We look at that in actors. We recognize that some people are bad actors, even though they could be better. They could, they could be working on being better because they've seen a modicum of financial success. We just believe them to be uh, solidified in a place this is as good as you're going to be and no better. I think the duality of being human is most persistent. When we look at something as simple as wishing we were successful and then cutting down everyone else who's not. There's a couple of things we need to really realize are important factors in just being alive, in the pursuit of success, in the pursuit of your dreams. I mentioned before that what I really wanted to be when I was younger was a professional wrestler. And I allowed being told that I was too short to be the factor that stopped me. And whether or not that was an excuse or, or the truth or just, just a mistake, that's what stopped me. That's why I didn't continue to do it. At this point, I'm old and my body is broken 
And while there was one wrestler who happened to make it after starting around my age, he was the exception to the rule. But if you really think about it, the exception to the rule is success. The people who are successful in any industry, whether it be professional wrestling or singing or acting or golfing or bass fishing, those people are the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. They had the interest, they had the passion, and then they had the pursuit. So where's the luck? Luck is what found them when they were ready. And I'm not saying that everyone who's ready will be found by luck, but if you are not ready and luck finds you, then you won't have success. But if you're ready, if you're prepared for the moment, if you are prepared to be found, that's where success lies. So for everyone out there who looks at something that they dream of and they think that the pursuit of what their interests are makes no sense because their chance of success is infinitesimal. The truth is, even if you are the single most talented individual alive, you need that luck factor. You can hustle, you can push, and if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and luck finds you in your worst moment, it is over. And then you start over again. Normally Focus is a podcast about you pursuing your dreams. And I want that, that, I want that to be the case. But I want to I splash that with a dose of reality here. Because Focus is really more about positivity and persistence and the pursuit of passion. Lots of P's in there. But they mean a lot. What I want you to take away from this is when you feel something in your bones, when you feel that, that you need to have something, when you feel so driven by something, that you should be able to dream. It's not wrong to have dreams of success when there's an infinitesimal chance. It's not wrong to want to be the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. It's not wrong to pursue, against all odds, a goal. To be famous, to be recognized, to be the best artist alive, to be the most emotional actor, even if it's not a financial success that drives you. It's still so unlikely. And the damnedest thing is that we would cut down people who dream of those things. But the whole pursuit is ignoring what people say while taking the correct criticism. Again, the duality of being human. The truth of the matter is, no matter what you do, your early signs of, of any sort of spark will, will bring on encouragement. People will be so happy to be supportive of you, of you early on because you've taken something on. You're, you're brand new to it. But when you start ignoring the normal path that others would take, when you start allowing that interest to define you beyond the struggle or, or finding a regular job or having children, people start to be concerned about you. People start wondering why you're not like them. And I think that's the reason that we push so far against people who, who don't meet our expectations. I've already followed this plan. How come you're not on it? Why do you think you're better than our, 
I am? Why, why, why are you driven by something else? Is there something wrong with me? Am I doing it wrong? And then we squash that and we go back to criticizing you. We can't allow that to be just about us. But that's, that's the truth. You can't allow people to, to tell you not to do something because that is a guaranteed failure. Whenever someone tells you, you're never going to make it, you need to focus on real life. When you focus on real life, that is failure. If you can't give 100% to something, are you not failing? It's not wrong to work toward the goals that you have with the knowledge of how poor your chances are. It's not wrong to dismiss a regular life, to pursue something that you feel deep inside. And it's not wrong to give up everything to work for your dreams. People will tell you that you're being selfish and it's true. You are. What is the blind pursuit of success if it's not a selfish measure? You have to be selfish. You have exactly one chance in this world. And you can't, you can't give everything to everyone else and wonder where you went wrong with yourself. That seems like such a contradictory message to everything ever, anyone's ever told you. But life, life follows a different set of rules. And it's like the flight attendant tells you on, on a, an airplane that when the oxygen masks come down, you have to secure your oxygen mask first. You would help people better if you could help yourself. But in that reality, the 1% of the 1% of the 1% are the elite. And there are some people who feel the need to compare themselves. And if you are, are you're, you're drowning in that feeling, it's, there's nothing wrong with settling. Listen to everything I've said before. Do you feel inspired? Do you feel like the thing you need is there and you just need to hear the words from someone? It's okay. You need to do this. I'm behind you. Or is it that you hear those words and you, you get terrified of your responsibilities? How can I leave this behind? I'm not telling you to. I'm telling you that some people are so driven that they will. And some people feel the need to feel that permission. And some of us will never let that go. I have a hard time letting that go. But I also feel that in my heart. There's a duality of it. There's nothing wrong with settling. There's nothing wrong with getting a nine to five job, pursuing a career, working through middle management, making salaries to, to finally hit the middle class and, and be part of society, be productive, do charity work, do uh, donations and, and, and volunteer in your community. There's nothing wrong with those things. There's nothing wrong with the normal path. It's not wrong to give up your dreams for responsibility. Do you have children? That's one of your decisions. You've, you've made this happen. So if you've produced children, it's no longer just you, is it? 
you can be selfish, but, but there are consequences to your decisions. It's hard, but there's, again, that duality exists. You have responsibilities now. You can offset that. Maybe the person you're with believes in you. Maybe they'd like to see you pursue success. Maybe, maybe they see something in you that they find inspiring. You still have that chance. You can still work it out. But I'm telling you, it's not wrong to go the other way. Passion is a weapon of the elite. When you look at someone who's become a, a small business owner and, and watch them work, even if they're working a full-time job, even if they have full-time responsibilities. I know a, a gentleman who, he works a full-time job and he's running three other businesses on the side. He still tries to maintain his time as a good father and a good husband. Whether or not he's successful in that endeavor, I don't know. But I know that his family is supportive of his efforts as well. Despite the fact that he's got responsibility, he has passion. And if he wants to become that 1% of that 1% of that 1%, he will not let go. It's not within him to let go. I've seen the fire in his eyes. He's, he's ready. He's prepared. And now he waits for luck. You have to wait in the game. And if he ever walked away from all of those other pursuits and became just a solid manager, a good worker, a member of the middle class, no one would ever blame him. There's nothing wrong with that. But he doesn't have it in his soul. If you'd ever seen him when he talks about his businesses, you'd know. He's ready. So if you're looking back and thinking on your life and wondering, wait, wait a second. Cisco, you can't tell me what to do here. You don't have any children. You don't have that responsibility. And I would say you're right. You're right. I don't have that responsibility. The weight of that is not on my shoulders. But the weight of the rest of, of, of what we should accomplish as normal productive members of society does exist for me. And I look back at that and, and just because I don't have the responsibility of children, just because I don't have that factor, doesn't mean those rules don't apply. Like my friend who has children and a wife and a house. Or my other friend, I, I won't, I won't, I would like to differentiate them. I'll just call him Ryan. Ryan was uh, working full time at a company that I used to work for. It was a very large company, a corporation. And he was working in, uh, in one of the departments, making pretty decent money, honestly. But Ryan felt it in his soul to want to be a lawyer. So Ryan, despite having, I think, five children and a wife and a full-time job and working in a corporation, we know that full-time jobs aren't 40 hours a week no matter what the government says. Ryan would work and go to school. And Ryan was taking a full credit load. Actually, I think he was taking 14 or 15 credits uh, a semester. Ryan felt the need to be something he wasn't. 
and he was driven by it. And Ryan is a lawyer today. I have another friend, and she's she's she goes for a different pursuit. It's not it's not about the accomplishment of what she wanted to do, but she always feels the need to change her life. And what an incredible thing to change her life constantly. She grew up with with one degree and decided she wanted to do something else. She wanted to be a hairdresser. Don't let me undercut that. In my mind, that's a noble profession. I respect hairdressers because I get my hair done quite often. She decided that she would go to school in a different state because the program there was better. So she found someone to let her borrow a car. She found someone to let her live with with them. And while the circumstances might be different, it's just because you don't have something doesn't mean it was easy for her. So she became a hairdresser. It wasn't enough for her to be a good hairdresser. She was working in one of New York's elite style shops. The money that she was charging for one appointment would be half my salary weekly. And then she felt it in her bones that she needed to to travel. So despite the fact that she lived in Manhattan and she wasn't making all that money, she was she was making an okay wage. She she saved and she scrimped and she made travel happen. And then she wanted to live somewhere exotic because she'd never lived there before. And she did the same. And realized that being a hairdresser wasn't going to work out for her. So she found another career. She made so much change in her life. And for her, the measure of success isn't financial. It's not about recognition. It's about change. It's about following the sound in her heart. But it's not something she probably would have been able to accomplish had she had children. With a family, the reality would have to be different. And so despite the fact that that we can all be envious of what she has accomplished, we have to remember that there is nothing wrong with giving up your dreams in exchange for responsibility. I think the only sin here, regardless of what path you find in life, if you dedicate yourself to the struggle, if you've thrown everything away, if you've found a way to sacrifice without sacrificing, or if you've become like the rest of us, earning wages for a company or corporation, there's nothing wrong with those pursuits. The only sin is blaming others for your lack of success. At the end of the day, regardless of what you do, you will find criticism. Everyone is so willing to dole out advice, to tell you what you should have done with your life. You have the choice not to listen. You have the choice to not participate in that game. And that's the hardest part. How do you determine who you listen to and who you, who you throw away? That's up to you. Everybody's willing to play armchair quarterback. And everyone's willing to give you the 2020 hindsight analysis of what you've done wrong in your life. But they weren't there. 
Make all of the decisions that you make your own. Take responsibility for what you've done. Let your success be the product of your passion. And be ready when luck comes knocking. Focus is a Patreon-supported podcast. And once again, I'd like to thank you for listening. This is a little passion project of mine. I keep using that P word. In fact, the original name of this project was In Pursuit of Passion, but that's a, a little corny and really hard to say. Not that focus isn't, but, but it makes more sense to me. This endeavor is supported by some really great friends, Anastasia Beaverhouse and uh, Vigilante and the White Prince. Thank you so much. Your contributions have kept the lights on and you're making sure that I get to continue uh, this endeavor. Although, as far as the Patreon goes, and, and focus in and of itself, we're transforming. Things are going to be expanding, and, and I'll be making those announcements on the website, www.focusbycisco.com, S-I-S-K-O, which is actually the best place to find out where to contact me. You could also email me at ron at focusbycisco.com, or, uh, or, or message my Twitter, which has been largely inactive. I swear I'll get back to it, <laughs> at focusbycisco, S-I-S-K-O. Thanks again for listening. The fact that you're listening means a lot to me. If it meant something to you, I hope you'll share it. Uh, not just because you think someone else should hear it. Again, big changes coming. And I can't wait to announce those things. So in the meantime, I'll see you when the plot requires it. Which is hopefully soon. But until then, be excellent to each other. <laughs>